welcome everybody to the Improvement Podcast. My name is Sean and I'm here with my good friend Dave as always. What's up everybody? What is going on man? This is where we discuss how to improve your life. Mm-hmm. Your life specifically, not mine. Yeah. No, mine's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if only that was the case man. Wow, what a hero. I, I feel it. Mm. I don't really. I feel it. I feel dreadful. Um, mm. Personal injury happened last week. I'm back to full strength now. Already? Don't recommend that at all. Mm. Yeah. Popped it back in. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Yeah. Your shoulder. Yeah. My shoulder. Should clarify that, actually. Because <laughs> we know what we're talking about, but no one else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what has been happening, man? Um, well, you know what? I actually... <laughs> I want you to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna because I've got it up here. Um, we generally we generally have a couple minutes worth of banter that uh-huh. sometimes stems into a good ten minutes, and it's mm. we we try and cap it. But this one was too good to pass up. Um, as you're well aware, um, pe- people that may have listened to previous episodes, I've been renovating a house for the past better part of a year now. It's coming well, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, Finally got round to plastering the stairs and mm-hmm. the hall, looking for a paint color. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that I've settled on is called Elephant's Breath. <laughs> now, the reason that's funny is because I can't figure out what color that is. What, just, col- what color do you think it might be? I just think, who the hell comes up with this? Like, oh, there's, there's worse ones than that, man. Oh, I believe um, that. But Yeah, I mean, Mole's Breath is another one. Mole's there's a lot of breath, breath thing going on here, but... Uh, dead salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making these up. <laughs> There's one just called Savage Ground. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably my garden a few weeks ago. I know, the lawn is looking healthy. Mm. What green would you call that? Let me see if I can find a green for that. Hold on. Oh, um, majestic green. I think I'm going to go with breakfast room green. Breakfast room. I'm just reading these, man. This, this is genuinely... Cooking apple. Wow. It's not. It's more vibrant than that. It's very green, actually. Got some mm. miracle growing there or something. No, literally nothing but water. Really? Yeah. That is Straight up H2O. <laughs> the Scotland's finest. Scotland's. But we got some fresh water up here, though. Mm, we do. I quite like it's, it. It's working. It's magic. To the point where I feel like we've been spoiled a little bit we can't drink water from anywhere else now no well especially up here because even going to edinburgh it's not the same it's no it's it's really not it's no horrible like the tap water from the tap here is it's wonderful like no other tap water i've ever experienced anywhere else. i agree it's a quick quick one what, what, what do you think lamp room gray is lamp room just a room gray. with a lamp in it that's what i've got there's just one called blackened what color would you call that what, what, what do you think when you see you hear the word blackened um well I think of either a piece of salmon, ironically, or um, oh, okay, okay. or someone who's getting married in the northeast of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. You'll have to Google that, listeners, yeah. to know yeah. what we're talking about. It's not really not one to, a link to that, that we can explain, no. Uh, but yeah, what colour would you call blackened? Uh, well, it's not offensive. I'm curious. Just kind of like a black color yeah it's not off white is it it's well, no. like it's very mild gray at best really oh yeah oh yeah you want to see <laughs> it's mild gray that's mild gray that's nonsense. In, a, <laughs> in any case in any case the, we're a few minutes into banter and I, I i really enjoy our sessions of banter it's hilarious mm-hmm. we call them sessions of banter i think it's just us talking nonsense for a little while it is 
in, in any case, today we are going to be talking about how to improve our lives, but more specifically, we're going to talk about setbacks. Mm-hmm. Setbacks that we faced, setbacks that we failed to overcome, and setbacks that we have overcome. I feel like we should end with that because it's positive. Mm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see where we go. Setbacks that... Well, we'll talk about setbacks first, and when you realize you've actually had a setback. Mm-hmm. It generally happens when I... Well, this, this is just my thoughts on it. I, I think it generally happens when you feel that you failed. Mm-hmm. There's there's certain things that happen in your life that you can't control. Mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that, but it's true. Um, I like to... I like, I'm like. i a bit of a control freak, as you're well aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to try and control most of my life. But I, I heard an interesting quote. Um, and maybe you agree. I think we've said it before, but you can't control anything in life other than your reaction to things. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. That really just twisted my mind completely. And there's, that's it, done. There's a great quote from the book. Should we I just have mentioned. a quote off? Yeah, well, we could do, yeah. Right. Um, from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think we mentioned that book every single I know, but episode. I love it. Um, it is, um, freedom exists in the space between stimulus and our response. Wow. Oh, my God. How, how do you how do you unpack that? <laughs> so it was linked to um, a chap called Doctor Victor Frankel. I think we've mm. mentioned well, indeed we've mentioned him before because it was something that he realised while he was a prisoner of war was that he was able to find freedom in his own mind because whilst there was all these horrific things happening to him and people around him, um, he still had the power to choose how he responded to the the things that were happening to him and around him. It's amazing. That was where his freedom existed. So he was able to create this world in his own mind mm-hmm. uh, where he was free, which inspired the people around him, including the prison guards, who in effect were also prisoners themselves. Well, this is it. I mean, if you can call that a setback, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> intense. It's a pretty... Um, yeah, long-lasting setback. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, <laughs> Relentless setback. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's never-ending, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. what do you? What do you? At what point does a setback start just becoming an annoyance and something devastating to you? Because, mm. like, you could you could argue, right? Now, bear with me on this one. You could argue that Nelson Mandela had a setback when he went to prison. Yes, <laughs> that's far beyond what we're trying to achieve here. Like, mm. we're we're talking about things that you could turn around almost instantly, mm. by a frame of mind. However, Nelson Mandela had a pretty positive attitude throughout his whole life, I would like to think. Mm-hmm. Even when he went to prison, he didn't stop. It was a setback to him. I would call it life-ending thing. Because he went in prison for ages, didn't he? He was, yeah. he was in there for quite a long 30, time. 30 years, I think. See, I mean, that, that's enough to, for you to break, isn't it? Well, 30 years of your life. on, on the kind of person that you are and your mentality i guess i mean let's consider 30 years i'm not 30 yet Mm. (laughs) so you know (laughs) and and i am yeah you're 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 just past the 30 mark and uh a little bit past yeah who cares Mm -hmm. who cares but the point being that that's a big chunk of your life not even Mm. all of mine yet Mm. let's that's enough to break someone you have to have a pretty pretty powerful brain and willpower to get through that. Mm-hmm. Now, willpower is something that we've discussed before, but I think it's something that we're going to discuss today as well mm. um, on on how to deal with setbacks. 
but but let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about setbacks and what we've faced. Have you faced a setback recently? Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you run a business. But, I, <laughs> but actually, I because um, I, I want to ask you what you feel the first setback that you can remember, or when you first realized. Because I can tell you exactly when. Um, when my first experience of a significant setback oh, was. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, okay, okay. I'll answer this later on, but I want, I'm curious to hear your answer. Yeah, so my um, my first major setback was um, my parents sitting myself and my sisters down in May of 1994 um, and telling us that our family was going to be breaking apart because they were separating but not only that we were going to be moving from germany where we'd spent much of our childhood Mm -hmm. to scotland a place that we'd never i don't think we'd ever even visited before okay and um so basically our whole lives are going to change and that following couple years was was bloody hard trying to you know move into a new place new family dynamic trying to settle in um in a place that was very small-minded as well and through that experience so that was the first time i ever um experienced something like really bad yeah happening yeah that makes sense so i then acknowledged in myself that okay well we'll bad things bad shit happens in life it does you know I'd, it does. i had a very sheltered childhood up to that point was mm-hmm. very lucky um was really kind of able to be a kid but then that yeah. everything changed after that um but what i came to understand through that experience was that yes while bad stuff happens yep. it doesn't last oh that's interesting that's a nice little the way to twist mm-hmm. it so and because bad things happen but they don't last forever mm-hmm. um i then took comfort in that and decided actually and this is i think where my own sort of positive attitude comes from okay um is that i learned then to well, I basically told myself well why don't we then enjoy these moments and these periods of time um when things are good because knowing that something bad is going to happen at some point we can acknowledge that and um, be comfortable in that, um, but also know that those that those bad things. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is kind of how I told myself. Um, you know, my teenage years, um, I didn't really have the words to to kind of break it down into something more succinct as I do now. Um, but yeah, I told myself, well, bad shit happens. It's okay. It won't last. So let's just enjoy things while they're good. And make the most of them while they're good. Now, when I went through my coach training, I came across a term which actually succinctly captured mm-hmm. that experience in a few words, and that is simply to say setbacks are temporary. Setbacks are temporary. That could be the theme for today. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm... But that's basically when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's what I learned when I was like, you know, mm-hmm. 13, 14. Mm-hmm. That yeah, setbacks happen there, but they don't last. They're temporary. So, let's bloody. Well, I'll I'll challenge that. Okay. Are they temporary, or are you choosing for them to be temporary? Well, everything in life is temporary. Well, yeah, but you learn to live with things. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's take for let's take for example um, a friend of mine who has failed his driving test mm-hmm. five different times. Okay, five times. <laughs> Don't know why I laughed at that. But I guess that's, it's that's a shame. That must be frustrating <laughs> for him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he accepted the fact that it might be him. Like the first few times he went, well, this happened and this happened, you know. And All right, so, yeah, you know. wasn't taking responsibility for it. Well, to be fair to him, what he described to me mm-hmm. sounds very unlucky. Okay. But he's accepted the fact that, you know, he's made mistakes and whatever else, and that's fine. And it took him... It, Has he passed it yet? He passed it recently. Oh, amazing. A, a, month, uh, a couple of weeks ago. He passed S- it a couple of weeks ago. Sixth time the lucky. Sixth time lucky. But what, <laughs> what was interesting was he took about two and a half years break from it. Interesting. Okay. Because he had eventually just given up and said, I'm not meant to drive. This mm. is... And it, 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 granted, it's not, it's not that intense of a situation because it's a very first world problem kind of thing. But it's a life skill mm. that he really wanted. And he said, maybe it's just not for me. Five times failing. You really shouldn't do it and he took two and a half years and he had to go and sit his theory test again because that had lapsed all this kind of stuff happened um but he didn't tell anyone he was going to sit his test again and he went and passed it and here we are um interesting yeah it was it was a very interesting i was quite quite pleased for him to be honest uh he seemed really really happy and emotional about it because he'd finally got there but he had got to the point where his mind said that's it and that that, that setback was set in his mind and he wasn't going to change it and I don't know what changed over time. He just went and did it. Mm-hmm. So the reason I ask, are you choosing for it to be temporary? Mm. Is because he was set on that being a permanent thing. Mm. He was just not going to drive. Mm. But something switched in his mind. And he said, no, I need to go and drive. And here we are. Interesting. So you could you could apply that to pretty much any situation. Mm. Um the re- another another thing that we bring up we were speaking just before we were recording about the book that I had just finished mm-hmm. Can't Hurt Me mm. now I'm going to put a link into it because it's probably the best book I have ever read well I say read I've, it's an audio book yeah. um, the guy David Goggins mm-hmm. unbelievable story this man has talk about setbacks yeah. he has had pretty much every setback imaginable mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's fought through them yeah well I think what's coming to mind for me, because I'm, I'm, I think back to the five jobs that I lost, mm. and and what I mean, I guess what you're kind of alluding to is, um, is whether or not you're you're perhaps willing to take control. Yes, in effect, yeah. Because you know when a set when something happens, particularly something that you perhaps have got no influence over like Mm -hmm. you know for me my parents i had no influence over you know their decision um to decide to separate and for you know for all those changes to happen in our family but there was you know whilst there was sort of effectively no control there there certainly was some control and there always Mm -hmm. is some control oh yeah always yeah because comes from how we view that situation i think it's basically what you're saying yeah yeah pretty much pretty much it's you you got to train your mind to believe that you can get over it mm-hmm. because yeah there's certain things in the world that are not pleasant mm. well, most of it is not pleasant is why we find peace and joy in the smallest little things mm. it's very dark but um i would say uh, most of it's not pleasant 
there's a lot that brings you down, isn't there? A lot that brings you down. Let, let's look at this, right? You can turn almost any situation into a positive uh-huh. with the right mindset. Yeah. But you can do the same negatively. Absolutely. You, you know? can be a... Uh, it's the classic philosophy, isn't it? It's yeah. uh, glass half full, glass half empty, that mm-hmm. kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But you can go either way on almost everything. Yeah. Um, because even when... Specifically in, in Scotland, I've noticed, when something good happens, we turn it negatively, I think. Somewhat in a jokey way. Mm-hmm. Somewhat not. Let's go back to 2012 when the Olympics was in London. Mm-hmm. We all went, that's going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> we weren't pleased that it happened. We just went, that's going to be freaking terrible. <laughs> but things happen, you know, like, like for example, um, England getting into the World Cup and succeeding and all that. We're all like, they're not going to do it. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be terrible. They're going to be crap. <laughs> Scotland getting into the World Cup. Nope, never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but we we can we can do this about pretty much any any situation. Mm-hmm. You know, there is something in the Scottish psyche. I think as a result of years, decades, probably centuries of um, yeah setbacks. Really. Absolutely. I mean, God forbid we talk about the situation we're currently going through. Mm. Um, no, nope, not touching that. No, but politicals. Yeah, we. I'm in the. It would be a laugh camp. Mm. I'm with Kevin Bridges on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. <laughs> I'll put that in a link as well because that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Bridges on Brexit. Hilarious. It'll be a laugh. It'll be a laugh. Turns out it won't be. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. It could have been if it was done right. We, no, we're we... getting off topic, man. We're getting off topic. That's a setback in itself, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we go through life with a number of different setbacks, but the importance mm-hmm. is to how to overcome them. Mm-hmm. Now, there's so if you were to google setbacks there are millions of articles on this i bet um but they they sort of um kind of i don't know manipulate them i guess you you would call it because they they categorize them into you know things that successful people do when they see setbacks now that's not necessarily a accurate thing mm-hmm. because i'm willing to believe that some successful people don't always overcome them mhm well, most I would I would argue that all successful people have setbacks that they've never overcome, mm-hmm. or you know things like that. But one thing that I think is important is that there's a list here of things that you can you know that they do effectively. Um, the first one here is they expect them. Mm-hmm. Now I think that's true. You know, if you, if you if you go in, let's take for example when you go into business for yourself, mm-hmm. you're going to have to expect setbacks. Mm-hmm. You can't expect everything to work out. Mm-hmm. There's some truth in that, you know, and that's just the same in life, I guess. Um, but I, the set time, uh, the set time limits for disappointment, that was a weird one. Mm. What do you think about that? Setting a time limit for dis- I, I, I've heard about that before. Um, I thought it was bizarre. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> there's a chap called Dan Meredith um, mm. I think I've mentioned before because he was, it's his podcast was the first one I ever listened to, Death, Glory or Disappointment. Death, and glory, or disappointment. Yes, amazing. So he's that's his version of kind of go hard or go home. Um, I like it. But and if you don't, then you're to just it. going to be disappointed, um, or he would disappoint himself. Fair play. Um, and yeah, he speaks about you know the the need to throw yourself a pity party for when nice. things don't go well, um, but to do it, but just maybe take a 
a few hours a day, I guess, depending on how significant the setback is. Sure. But, you know, give yourself a bit of time to maybe grieve about the setback and deal mm-hmm. with it and process it. But then, you know, draw a line under it and say, right, well, I'm going to take control. And, um, and what's next? What can I do now? I think there's only so much you can take control of, though. Mm. Like there's, there's only you've got to push a limit. You know, there, there has to be a limit in preparation for this episode. Actually, I watched a movie. All uh, right. Yeah, never done that before for previous what was the episodes. Movie? It was called Men of Honor. Men of Honor. Okay, I don't think I've heard if of you, that. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor. It's a uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. And oh. Robert De Niro. Oh, okay. No, I think I. He's yeah, a, I know what you're talking about. He's a Navy guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh unbelievable movie but he suffered a setback in the movie mm. now obviously it's a movie so <laughs> these things but um it's the mindset he got into was incredible like don't get me wrong it, it broke him basically mm. this uh, i don't want to ruin the movie for you <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm walking a line here <laughs> to be honest the likelihood of me watching it anytime soon is, is that right remote anyway well spoiler alert <laughs> Spoiler alert for everyone, but I will explain what happens. This movie's been around for a while, hasn't it? I, yeah. Was yeah. it the 90s? I think the 90s. Yeah, I I'm think trying to think when Cuba Gooding Jr. was... Uh, He's excellent. Yeah, was was really popular. He's been popular for ages. He played O.G. Simpson pretty recently. Did he? Uh, a couple of years back in that in the trial thing. It's on Netflix. Check okay. it out. Anyway, um, yeah, so in this movie, right, he, he becomes... He's, he's the only black navy um not black seal yeah, or what you okay. black person in the navy basically i don't know what the the term for um this because they're not they're not navy seals are they they're i Was don't know marines it could be marines in any case he's the only black member yeah of this crew um and he gets a hell of a hard time for it right okay um because it's set back in the 50s 60s era yeah. um and yeah he, he goes through some proper shit yeah. like i wouldn't wish it on anyone mm. But he perseveres, he gets through it, and he eventually graduates, despite mm-hmm. them all sabotaging him. Mm-hmm. Like he had to, um, he had to put some like a a valve or something together underwater. Right. Like he was a diver. That's what he was. And okay. so he had to he had to fix this up, uh, and he, he got his bag lowered down. But somebody cut open the bag and then threw it down. So all his bits was everywhere underwater. He spent nine hours under the water trying to fix this thing together, and he eventually did it, and he graduated this class gets on the the boats and all that and does his job very well and then saves someone's life because this anchor or something comes flying in and he pushes the guy out of the way and he ends up cutting his own leg so bad that he needs to get it amputated now that's got to be a setback wow if that's not a setback i have no idea he finally gets to the point where he wants to be and his leg gets cut off so he can no longer do it so he's lying in in their hospital and you can see and it's quite an emotional moment in the movie where he just breaks down. Like he's finally got everything he wanted, and he it, it's taken away from him. Mm. Kind of the essence of this episode, really, if you think about it. So what he does, he he has a cry and it fades out, and then he comes back and he get and he becomes so much stronger in that moment. He says, "Cut my leg off, give me a fake leg, and I'm going back." And even when he does, he does all that right, and then he has to go through this new test because some guy's got a grudge against him. He's got to walk a certain amount of steps in this new gear that weighs a ton. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the last scene of the movie where he's standing up in this brass or copper. I don't know what it is, but he has to walk these steps. And you can hear the leg 
breaking like halfway through it you can hear it breaking unbelievable movie man just go and watch it wow cool yeah it's but that's that, that's the essence of setbacks like this guy has suffered setbacks throughout his whole career and this is just a movie mm. but there are people in the world that have done this yeah david goggins for example we spoke about mm-hmm. um but the it comes down to your mindset doesn't it Mm-hmm. That's what we need. That's what we need to look at. So your totally. mindset. What is what is it in your mind that says let's overcome this? Well, actually, I just want to mention something that I was told yesterday. A really cool little quote. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, quote, a, a, a statement certainly, um, and it's really relevant here. Go um, for it. So, I was uh, on a call and speaking about um, you know business and and business development, growing your business. Sure, sure. And um, but but specifically, you know, trying to acquire and engage with new clients, mm-hmm. and um, and very very specifically around the the close, actually, you know, getting that agreement in place. Yeah. Um, and it's simply that if you get a yes, your business gets stronger. Okay. If you get a no, you get stronger. <laughs> See, I, as soon as you said the business part, I went, I know where he's going with this. Yeah. I, went, I think that's accurate. I was like, that's really cool. That's right. You know, getting a no in life in general, I mean, that's a pretty major no he's got through. <laughs> well, yeah. Boom, loses his leg. Right, you can't do this anymore. Mm. Um, but going through that challenge and through that problem and coming out of the other side of it, that's where that resilience and strength Mm-hmm. is formed yeah no i absolutely totally agree it's wow this has gotten quite intense this episode i quite like it i know because yeah. there was a, really into it in fact speaking about marines mm. so um i another podcast um that i listened to i think i've probably mentioned this before as well mm. um so a guy called david ralph his podcast i haven't listened to it for ages actually join up dots he spoke to uh u.s navy seal a year or so ago mm-hmm. And um, and he spoke about something very, very similar that, you know, part of that, you know, very, very intense training that you go through. I had a look at it. I ain't doing that. No, same here. <laughs> Sack that. <laughs> um, yeah, part of that intense training, the whole, the purpose of it is to break you. It's so that you then are aware yeah. of what your breaking point is, how much you can actually physically, mentally put yourself through yeah. before you have to say enough's enough. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, but what he, how he explained it was simply that you have to push through the challenges. It's you know, it's the the people that fail or don't really grow are the people that find a way out of problems. Yes. But actually, the the value is finding a way, no matter how hard or difficult it is, find a way through the problem and get to the other side of it. That's where the learning is. I like it. Yeah. I like it. See, because I've had this thought for a little while mm-hmm. for this episode. Mm. It's it's possible to avoid setbacks. You know? Yeah, by I avoid mean, trying. Yeah, basically, lack of ambition in, yeah. in effect. Yeah. Um, so you'll to not experience a setback is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you you need them, mm-hmm. and because it will push you forward, and you will eventually discover what your limit is. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember an episode of The Simpsons. 
of all things. I know, but let's just go around because Homer... Oh, God, I don't know how long ago this was, but Homer basically um, was speaking about, you know, what's the point in trying? He's just like, I'm just not even going to bother. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's just... That's <laughs> Where do we go with that? <laughs> not even going to bother. Let's think. Fair play. That's not a way to live, is it? No, I don't I don't think so. I mean, if you're comfortable with your life, then fair enough. And that's, you know, we're, we're not judging anyone. But mm-hmm. I think, especially for ourselves, you need to push it. Yeah, push it and see where we can go with this. This is why we effectively do this, mm-hmm. um, is to see what we can actually aim for mm-hmm. um yeah I, I totally agree incidentally um i reached a a pretty good milestone for myself mm-hmm. um as you know i've got on the improvement list i've got to bench press a certain level yeah i recently reached it um, uh, yeah but then you fucked your shoulder did you? yeah totally <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> <laughs> non-related <laughs> non-related no um but yeah i because i, I want to eat i want to get to 102 and a half kilograms okay which i don't know what it is in pounds i'll need to double check mm. um but I, I've aimed incrementally. So I'm at 85 at the minute. Mm-hmm. But my trainer has said, you've still got a bit to go. But it's only 20 kilograms-ish, mm-hmm. you know? But that extra 20 kilograms is going to feel like a ton. Mm. So it's going to be it's gonna be good fun. Mm-hmm. He reckons I'll get there in the next year. I, I want to get there before the end of this year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that, that's that's a it, setback of, I've, I've overcome. Not yet. But the the shoulder thing was was a pain. Um, box jumping of all things. Mm. I want to see how high I could jump. I got to three feet, uh, thirty six inches, which is quite fun. Got there, tried thirty eight, didn't land it. <laughs> I did. I landed on the floor. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't want to do that. So I know I know where the limit is for that. Yes. Uh, but it's put the fear of God in me now to go and do the box jump. So I'm a bit annoyed with that. Mm. So I need to go and you basically need to get back on it. As soon as as soon as that happens, uh, I had a similar conversation actually with a guy more intense than what I've done. Uh, this is gonna, yeah, this is gonna go too far. But um, he actually he was driving his car and he actually hit someone. Right. And it wasn't his fault. Uh-huh. Like it, it just wasn't. Um, th- but the person who was hit ended up dying. Jeez. I mean, that's got to shake your confidence in driving, isn't it? Mm. Um, but. It is what it is, and what everyone said to him, he goes, get back in the car, mm-hmm. because you're never going to get back in if you don't do it soon. Yeah. So here we are. Wow. So yeah, um, he's he's back in the car now. Mm-hmm. So he overcame, I wouldn't class that as a setback, though that's that's rough. That's tragic. That is a tragic thing to go through for mm. anyone. Mm. But the mindset... It, it did what it had to do mm-hmm. you know he he got back in the car he's fine um but like i said the family members of the person who died said it wasn't his fault mm-hmm. like there was nothing he could have done yeah but i mean you would you would still feel it though wouldn't you you'd still feel responsible and guilty so but yeah. credit to him he is back this this was a few years back now he is back on the road and doing everything that he can do mm-hmm. but yeah here we are so i wanted to round it off with setbacks that was quite a bummer note to end on i apologize uh, <laughs> let's pick up yeah let's put let's pick up the pace with what you can do to overcome a setback what 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 do we think because a setback we, i think we've throughout the whole episode we've said mindset is the most important thing for 100 percent. you need to get i i would say encourage i welcome a setback i would say yeah yeah bring them bring it on mm-hmm. because 
what what you said it a few weeks ago about failing. Mm-hmm. Was it just because? Was it just because you're struggling? You're not. You're not. It doesn't mean you're failing. Yes. That is. Epidem- who was that? Jason Manford. It was Jason. It was advice that Jason we Manford was given. <laughs> yeah. We ended an episode with it as well. <laughs> yeah. Just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. That's setbackish, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, you. In moments of setbacks, you are struggling because then you're, you're, you're creating, I guess, a lot, a lot of uncertainty and control is, or, or cause uncertainty has been created and control has been taken away from you in mm-hmm. that moment. So, um, so yeah, I would say, yeah, that's good. About, well, it's a good suggestion. Welcome a setback, definitely, mm-hmm. um, because that is ultimately how you are going to to grow or it's a big part of growth in itself as experiences setbacks creating resilience and being able to bounce back from them yeah in a way that is actually going to serve you well not just drag you down well the, this is the thing i mean i'm going to end it on a quote because i think it's a positive quote mm-hmm. um but you but i think we're right um on this one uh, we weirdly 100 percent agree with each other on this That's, that never happens that does happen Every now and again. Every now and again. Yeah. Weird. The stars align. Yeah, it's quite strange, isn't it? It's <laughs> quite a weird feeling. <laughs> but I, th- I, I do think that we need to push ourselves a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. There was there was a concept: um, push yourself one percent extra mm-hmm. every time, and mm. see where you see where you can get to. Yeah. But I think Chris Hurd spoke about that. He did. He did indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put a sh- put a link into that episode. That was really interesting. That was. Um, so yeah, have you got uh, you got one piece of advice? One piece of advice for the listeners out there that are suffering from a setback. And by the way, this could be the most minor of setbacks to the most major of setbacks. I would say um, exactly what I learned when I was a teenager. Mm. That yeah, exactly. Take comfort in the fact that all setbacks are temporary. Everything will be okay. Yeah, it, it eventually. It will, will. Unless it unless it kills you, um, but even then you're dead anyway. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's true. Setbacks, setbacks are temporary. I want to. So, I want to so apologize enjoy, for this episode. So enjoy the time in between setbacks. I like it. I do. I actually really like you rounded that off quite well because I'm I'm just gonna apologize for this depressing episode. It's, <laughs> it's not depressing. Uh, you That's turned lifting. You turned Enjoy it. Enjoy yourself. You turned it around there. I'll give you that. Uh, but I would welcome a setback. As I said, go out there and try something mm-hmm. and see what happens. If you if you get knocked down, then you know what you have to do next time. Yeah. What I hate the term "try, try again." Mm. I hate it. No. But. It's so appropriate right now. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. But we'll end, we'll end this with a quote, right? Uh, this is a quote by a guy called Jorge Cruz. Jorge. Jorge Cruz. Mm. Apologize, I butchered the accent there. My bad. Uh, he said, remember that setbacks are only challenges in disguise. Yes. Look at them as lessons. Don't waste time beating yourself up. Just get back on track and focus on what you want. It's up to you and you will do it. Yes. Love it. I love that. Yes. That's, that's just amazing. It's amazing to me. That's so. awesome. That's 
taking control and believing in yourself. Absolutely. All right, folks, if you've got any thoughts on the episode or if you've got a topic that you want us to discuss, actually, you can discuss it with us if you if you, if you want. Mm. You know, we'd be proper up for that. Yeah. Uh, we love other people's points of view. Uh, we've got a few guests coming up uh, in the next few weeks anyway. Um, but if you've got any thoughts on the episode, any comments, please let us know. We're at hello at improvementproject.co.uk. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, of all things, mm-hmm. that we're going to be slightly more active on in the next few months we've got something lined up it's quite cool mm-hmm. uh, right guys if uh, Dave anything further see ya ah, I mean, why do I bother asking I'm just going to put that thing. at the bottom of the page <laughs> see ya <laughs> alright guys thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time bye